Hi, Moni. Hi, hi, Tony. <clears throat> I am so glad that you uh, were able to join me today to share your story as a part of my 100 Stories project for the I'm Not Sure, But It's Okay project and podcast. Thank you. I'm also happy to be here. Yes, yes. So to the listeners, this is my colleague turned brother from South Africa. Um, We met at a higher education teaching and learning uh, international conference where I was attending with my uh, vice president of the college that I worked for at the time. And uh, Moni sat next to me and I had no clue that he was South African. I just thought he was a very, very tall brother um, at the conference as well until he started speaking. I was like, wow. <laughs> I still remember that. Yeah, yeah. So that was our first first chat. And then I think we chatted throughout um, the uh, our, our two, three days there. And then uh, stay connected and eventually worked on a project turned case study that led us back to that mm. same conference yes. to present our findings uh, <laughs> with our university and nonprofit um, partnership to support uh, young people. Yeah. So, yeah. And so much more in between. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, so much more in between. That was a very good, you know, experience. And then, as, as you say, as most of the people, they think that I, I, I'm from the U.S., my height and all that. But when I speak, they try to find out where I'm from. <laughs> yes, yeah. because you blend, you blend the French <laughs> and the, the African, especially when you and Maggie are speaking, it's like, Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I can't yeah. wait to have Maggie on because she says I uh, I sing when I speak. That is so funny. To me. <laughs> yeah, she always said that. <laughs> yeah. So Moni is like a shortened version, just like Tony is yes. a shortened version. So Moni, uh, say your full name. Yeah, my, my, my full name is Munyenge Mbodila, but people call me Moni. That's 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 how, you know, they, they cut it short money so that we save some people in going that longer, you know. Yeah, that's how, how, how it is. <laughs> I just love to hear both you and Maggie say your names. And that's why I was like, introduce yourself. <laughs> it won't sound the same if I say it. Yeah, 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 it's well. <laughs> well, you uh, have definitely been a blessing in my life because uh, just because of who you are, your faith walk, your uh, love for your family, um, you hustle harder and, and invest more in people in your family than Anybody I know, frankly, I don't know where you get the energy from. And then Maggie, Maggie confirmed that 
when you're still, when I was there and you were still going, 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 and she and I just looking at each other like, yeah, I'm ready to turn in for the evening too. Moni will be back shortly. <laughs> and then you had all this energy, like, okay, all right, we're going to listen, <laughs> but <laughs> it's time for bed, Moni. Uh, and then your love and passion for educate education and providing opportunities, especially for the most underserved, both in academia, uh, in the villages there in South Africa, reaching out and making connections here in the U.S. and across other countries as well. And I just learned so much from being in your presence, being your sister, sister to you and Maggie and auntie to your beautiful miracles, your three beautiful miracles. I still can't yeah, believe yeah. how big everybody is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah, I, you know, you know, uh, as as you were saying that it's it's really uh, something I, I can't explain the energy. You know, I can't explain the energy, but I, I think it's something that God has put in me. You know, and then when I do it, I don't really get tired. I I I, I do it with love, and then as you said, you know, the 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 idea is to touch you know the lives to make an impact and then you know to, to make somebody really uh, uh, see that you know there, there is always an opportunity you know and a, a, a chance you know for them to, to go somewhere or to be somebody I, I think that's that, that's one thing that 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 I, I always think of and is that, that's something that drives me the the, the, the love of touching and changing and impacting lives of young people, colleagues, you know, out there. I think that's that that's where the energy comes from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's well received. So I am I'm I'm excited that uh, you are allowing God's light to shine through you because for those of us who don't recognize it right away, eventually we come to see that, you know, it's a greater force, a greater energy um, lighting the way for you and attracting us to you. So that's, that's uh, a bonus for us. Um, I, I believe that anyone in your space is living in the overflow of what God has done in your life. And, um, you know, even beyond some of the challenges that, you all face every day, uh, mm -hmm. living in South Africa, working in the institution that you work in, taking care of your children and making sure that they are well provided for and know that they are loved. But even the overflow of just uh, living out your assignment, your, your purpose in life. So thank you for allowing me an up close and personal seat <laughs> um, inside. Wow of your family and um, your your community. I felt so yeah. loved. I tell people I felt like coming to America when, <laughs> the movie when I came to South Africa. So uh, I can't wait That's for us. Do. Yeah, I can't wait for us to do it again yeah. real soon um, yeah. in person, but also you and I spoke uh, last month about making something special happen like 
in the interim as we're waiting for that in-person uh, connection. So looking forward to that. Yeah, looking forward to. I am so impressed also that you, you are, you interpret what I'm saying and so many others. I just learned so much about the culture from engaging with you and being there uh, with individuals who speak like five, six different languages, um, serving the young people and even in your, your church family. And they all come from different tribes. I, I was just, it was a, it was like living history for me. <laughs> and it removed so many barriers. Uh, it demystified just so many thoughts that I had. And mm. it's just nothing like it. It is like one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Mm. And I dream about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> mm. you, you know, there's one thing that I remember from your trip in South Africa. Do you still remember when we went to the waterfall? You know what? I have that written down to, to mention. Yes. I was so afraid. Yeah, oh yeah you were so afraid. Afraid. But, but, but it's, it's like, you know, the way we met, it was really God, in God's plan. Because you once said that you dream about that waterfall before even seeing it coming to pass. <laughs> Yep, that waterfall, and then um, in that dream, also, there were all of these children, and I, we can it was like they were gathering fish that were mm. exotic fish. All the children looked different. I had never seen anything like that before. And then, you know, to be that close to the Zimbabwe border, to mm. know that these children had all of these different experiences and came from different um, villages and look different, it, it, you know, and then to have that at the water experience, it was just like, whoa, thank you, Lord. Mm. You know, thank you for showing me what was coming uh, in the very near future. That was even before I met you. It was like mm. I had that dream right before I met you at that conference. Yeah, you told me that. And I was I was so impressed. And then I say, wow, this was really God's plan for all these things, you know, to happen in the way that they they, they happen. And then it, it was really a touching experience, you know, you coming down your experience and then ourselves having the experience with you and also the young children that were part of that project. You know, some of my students then they were still doing uh, uh, what extended program, which is a foundation program. But now some of them are doing masters, and they still remember, you know, the two days that we have, you know, uh, in those schools and everything that happened, mm -hmm. and the experience with being somebody from the U.S. next to them for the first time. You know, all those things. It was really life, you know, changing and a good experience for that. Mm -hmm, and I, mm -hmm. I'm really grateful to that, you know, because the experience really touched, you know, many people's lives and then, you know, gives other people confidence and, and also give them also a wing just to go further in their study. You know, that was a good experience that I will never forget. Yes. Now, uh, I want us to document uh, that entire experience um, we talked about it, 
uh, because I, I haven't really shared that full experience on this side. So um, that's another I'm not sure, but it's okay m moment. <laughs> so we're revealing, you know, revealing um, during your episode uh, mm. for this project, some some of our joint I'm not sure but it's okay moments because I didn't know how I was going to get there and you open the door but I don't want to take this episode up with that but you and I and Maggie and some of the others um, before 2021 is out uh, I think it's important for us to pull together our video clips and, and document very similar to what we presented on our case study um, at the at the uh, Heto conference, uh, I want to make sure that we share it properly so that it is so that each of us have that combined experience documented somewhere, and we put it out into the world in the way that it should be because it was like no other. And I was really excited that you know we had professors from Harvard and some of these other. Uh, mm. international Ivy League institutions looking at us like you did all of that in just mm. this amount of time. <laughs> you did this research, you had this impact. So, yes. Mm. So let's set a date once uh, this recording is over to move forward with that. No, that's fine. I think I'm ready for that. I'll be waiting for, for you. Once we you put that, you know, you give us time and then we'll see how to arrange that. It's, it's possible. It's okay. Yes, yeah. yes. Now to your specific story. What is your background? I met you as you lived in South Africa. Um, you picked me up at the Peoria Airport, right? Was it Peoria? It's O.R. Tambo Airport. Okay, Tumble Airport. I still have some of those pictures too. But at that airport, but the airport is near Peoria, which is your capital, correct? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's called Pretoria. Pretoria, Yes. Pretoria. And then we drove, how far up did we have to drive to get it to your... To where I was staying. Yes. We, we drove plus minus three, uh, uh, it was uh, four hours, you know, yes. from Victoria to where we were living, it was uh, four hours, you know. Then the province that I was in, it was Limpopo province. Yes. Yes. And then I was staying in Venda area. Yes. Yes. That's, that's basically how it happened. Yes. So that was my experience with you. So during that time, but prior to that, where did you come from? I know, uh, were you in the Congo as well or just Maggie? Also from the Congo. I was born in Kinshasa. Uh, uh, I think I, I grew up also there. I spent, I think, 20 years you know, uh, uh, of my life in Kinshasa. And I studied there, you know, it was uh, my country then in Jersey, they speak French. <laughs> and then I moved in South Africa in 2002. Still remember that, you know, and then I came to the side to study in 2002, but uh, it was not easy because I was coming from a French speaking country just to, <laughs> 
to transit in an English-speaking country. And then it was, it, it was quite a good experience, a challenging one. Uh, and then for now, I, I, I'm like, I think uh, this year in this, uh, next year in December, yes, next year December, I'll totalize 20 years in South Africa. Now I'm a, <laughs> I'm a permanent resident in South Africa. I've been living here for the last 20 and uh, 19 years. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm. I went to school here. Uh, I went to school here. I, 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 I got married here, as you know. You know, I pastored some churches around here. I have really a, a, a story of my life is <laughs> here in South Africa. I think that's, that's in short how I can say. Okay, so you came... Okay, so I met you, Vinda, and since our time together, you and your uh, wife and three angels have transitioned to the Cape area, right? Yes, yes. You know, I work, I joined the University of Vinda in 2009 after finishing my honors. And that, that was it was a miracle, you know. If I if I if I if I may if I may tell you that it was a miracle because uh, uh, I don't know if I can share that experience with you. <laughs> I don't know if you did. You you may have shared some of it, but let's mm. let's share. Yes, I love yeah. hearing it. You, you, you know, I, 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 who share because it's quite uh, 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 miraculous. But I moved in Venda in two thousand and nine. When I finished my honors, and then I got I got married. I got a job. I moved in Venda in 2009, and I worked at University of Venda for nine years. That mm -hmm. was until 2018. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was going to, you know, I wanted some new challenges, new experience. And then there was an opportunity in the Eastern Cape, in the Cape, yeah. And then I applied for it. And uh, I, I was blessed and then taken for that position. Now I'm with the University of Water Sisulu in the Eastern Cape province of South Africa. It's now three years. Yes. Now I say Western. So it is. So it's, Cape. Yes. You're, so you're to the east of Cape Town. The, the Eastern Cape. Eastern, Eastern Cape. Cape. Yes. Eastern Cape province. Very good. So I thought <laughs> you're going to talk about. Um, mm. You remember you shared the story about um, your pastoring and how you came to Vinda and dropped everything. But I want you to share the your I'm not sure, but it's okay story, whichever one you have, because like me. You're 30 plus years old and you've had a lot of experiences, a lot of miniature, I'm not sure, but it's okay moment. <laughs> What's okay. one I'm not sure? Well, before we go into that, you're also working on your doctorate. Yes, I'm, I'm working on my doctorate. Um, I, I'm, I'm doing my, my PhD in computer science that I should be finishing this year. Yes, and uh, I'm just trying to push it. And you know what? I'm, I just want to. I want to uh, to venture also after this. If I get this one, mm -hmm. I'll give myself some break. 
And mm -hmm. then I feel like I have to do another doctorate, but this time it's going to be in educational technology. That's that's my ambition. <laughs> hmm. I'm wondering if you need another doctorate in that or just uh, like a postdoctorate, we call it in the U.S., uh, postdoctorate really, fellowship mm -hmm. that will allow you to since it's so closely related. Yes, there are some uh, uh, postdoctoral fellowship. Those ones, if I want to follow up on my computer science, I may mm -hmm. do those ones. Yeah, I may do it, you know, later on and so. But, you know, uh, I, I'm doing pure computer science. Uh, mm. I, I'm, you know that I'm in love with teaching with technology that we've been using and all that. Mm -hmm, I, feel, mm -hmm. I feel like uh, there is one part of me that will be like lacking. I have to cover that by doing sort of another PhD, maybe in, in you know educational technology or something related. You know, that's that's just to fill up myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's, and that's why I was questioning if yeah. you can do a postdoctorate fellowship in educational technology because you have the pure computer science already. You've been uh, applying a lot of the educational technology components and the fellowship would just kind of give you an opportunity to marry the two. That I'm almost certain. Lovely. I'm just going to say this. I'm almost certain when you go to apply, they're going to be like, whoa, 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 hold on. You don't need to, <laughs> need to complete this process. But, I, you know, that's just I my understand. prediction. Because it, okay. I think that one which you, uh, I think you are just bringing something that I didn't even thought about, you know, but I, I will consider that. That will be a way. And, you know, Moni, before you start your story, I mean, you're, I'm not sure, but it's okay moment. We just <laughs> discussed like three or four of them, but that is what I love so much about being in South Africa and the, the young people that we work with, um, both at uh, the University of Venda, and then I still cannot pronounce the name of the school that was our partner. Oh, yeah, the, the, the high school that we work with. Yes, they th their love for education. They were like sponges. Yes, that was I think the, the name of the school it was Milton's. Do you, do you remember that? Yes, yes. I mean, I have pictures printed out, but I can't yes. pronounce it appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> can't yeah. pronounce it correctly. But they were such sponges, and and you know when I have some moments, I think about that experience and it really ignites me it gets me going it gets the my wheels spinning but back to the podcast living better learning unlearning relearning and leading boldly what is one i'm not sure moment that you had that you pushed through that you think may encourage our listeners of this 100 story uh, project. Uh, Tony, as I, as I was saying, you know, uh, 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 I came from a French-speaking country, and uh, when I came to South Africa, I couldn't speak a word in English, not a single word. 
And then I was registered, you know, I, I got admitted at the, the university. It was even, uh, uh, I think I stayed for a year. And then after that, the following year, I, I applied for, uh, for, I was seeking for admission at the, at the university because I wanted to, to further my studies. But I was really in a challenging position because I couldn't speak. And then if one can't speak, the person is not even able to understand properly. That was my, my situation. And I remember when I came to the country, the following year, I was, I was staying with my brother. My brother took me to the, to the university where I, I was trying to volunteer in a computer center because back home in DRC, I did some of the computer training, A plus and N plus, and I, I, I was just staying at home. There was nothing to do. I went there. I, I just wanted to volunteer for some time. In the meantime, also, I was trying to read, uh, to understand the language and just to know the people and all that. I volunteer as a computer technician for plus minus six months without a pay. You know, <laughs> I was just helping, coming early in the morning, helping and all that. But as I was doing, I was I was so good in what I was doing, but I couldn't explain. I had the work, I know what to do, but if somebody asked me to explain what I was doing, I could not explain that. <laughs> and the funny thing is, every time I was fixing a machine, you find out some student assistant, they were always next to me holding papers and writing all the steps that I was doing when I was fixing a machine. It was quite a, 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 a you know, a, a moment of my life that I could not forget. And I went to school after that. I registered for my computer science while I was also working as a part-time. And, and, and I, I, I Still, I couldn't understand because my English was a bit, you know, I, I, I couldn't speak my first year. And then I was studying and then it was very difficult and challenging because everything that I was studying, it was for me like studying twice because I had to translate that in English, you know, from English to French, just to get some meaning. But uh, 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 in Interesting thing, I managed to study and finish my BSc, Bachelor of, uh, of Science, in three years. I, I, I really put my mind in that, in the work, and then in three years, uh, I got my Bachelor of, of Science. I was majoring in computer science and, and also in GIS, Geography Information System. And during all this time, you know, uh, as you know that uh, I'm also pastoring. And then uh, when I was doing my second year, I started a cell group of, you know, of students. Like we were praying and while, you know, going to school, praying and all those that. And then after a year, that cell group, it has become a church. That was the first church that you know we planted in Alice because my my undergrad and my honors, I did it at the, the Investor Forte, still in the Eastern Cape. Mm -hmm. You know, and then uh, we had a church there while I was doing my second year, 
I was not able even to speak in English. Even in, in church, I was preaching in French. It was one of the, the students that was from DRC who used to help me to translate that. You know, I was preaching in, in French, you would translate in English, you know, for almost two years until when I was doing my last year, my, my third year. Mm -hmm. And then I started preaching in English, you know, in the church. Uh, it was really a, a very challenging but, but, but good time, you know, together with God. And then he really allowed me to, to study, to do my, my, my studies and internships in a record time. That was my undergrad at Forte, and then my, my, my marks was quite good, and then I got a scholarship because I was supported by my brother who was paying my fees for my undergrad. When I finished, I got my scholarship to do my mm -hmm. honors. Uh, I did my honors. I finished my honors. I got another scholarship for my master's. I did my master's. And then before even starting my master's, I got a job at, at University of Venda, as you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, where I was teaching in extended program. And, and then I was still young when I joined the institution in 2009. And I, I, was, I was always, you know, looking for how to impact, you know, people's life, you know, young people since I was still a young also person and then I would do extra mal, you know, when I'm teaching, when I'm trying, you know, to, to, to assist the student. It was not just a, a normal lecturer because I had, I had, I had to, to go even beyond that, trying to, to engage with them in a personal level, trying to assist them in their life, you know, and all that. Not only just the student, but also they, 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 some staff, some friends that we used to work together. I spent nine years in at Univent. I also grow there academically as an as a person, even you know spiritually. Because when I joined the, the investor vendor, I also met a group of young uh, 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 what people were there. While I was teaching them, we also started another cell, you know, of prayer that it also grew, you know, there was a time that I used to go to preach with my students, helping me, you know, as intercessors and then also in as worship team and all that, you know, in all this journey, it has been God and me and his people, you know, that's, that's, that's how these things happen. And also I felt uh, while I was still teaching, I fell in love with the love uh, with what the use of technology in 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 education. You know, when I joined the investor vendor, and then I had to do some research. You know, quite a lot of research in the use of technology in teaching and learning. You know, how how, how can technology be used to improve? You know, teaching and learning. As you know, that my institution was one of the rural rural institution you have visited that you saw the place it was quite challenging because most of my students they were touching computer for the first time in my class you know they were touching computer for the first time in my class they were doing practical with computers for the first time in my class and then just that experience of me letting them know assisting them you know to get in that journey it was quite 
a good experience. I, 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 I managed to attend uh, uh, plus minus 35 conference, international and national, you know, where I was also presenting some of my case study experience as an academic, you know, just to present, you know, our experience, what we were doing and, and, and how the students were receiving it and how it was impacting also the institution, you know, as a whole and how also we were improving from what we were doing. I think that's, that's, that's one thing that, you know, really make me, you know, like, like push me to, to just go on and, and, and do what I, what I, what I do. And the, the, the good thing is that I don't just do it for the sake of do it, but I have, I have the love for that. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed, you know, especially lately, there are people who do things because they want to get money from it. And I remember, uh, you know, when you talk about meds, it's, it's, it's more than, you know, trying to get something from it. You know, when I hear you, <laughs> one time Maggie was, was trying to share, you know, experience talking with you about meds, you know, the way you presented meds to her, it was totally different the way she even used to learn at school. Mm-hmm. Some of the things, you know, we, 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 uh, there's that love that is in your heart, you know, to do something, you know, you know, when you're doing something that you love, money cannot be there, but the fact that you love it, you do it with all your heart, you do it with all the energy, you know, you try to assist where you can, and you can even go in the extent, you know, of what you cannot do. As you know that we are dealing with you know, our, some of our community, some of our students, they have challenging, you know, socioeconomic challenges. And some of them, they come with, you know, rural area with little resources in terms of schools, even in the household and so forth. No, no, no. We're just trying to, 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 to assist, you know, with, with, with this in terms of teaching and learning, trying to inspire them. So that they can see that there are people who are like them out there who are also trying to do things and then to give them that hope and desire to know that tomorrow after tomorrow they can even do greater than what we are trying to do or what we are trying to do with them. I think that's that that's that's one thing about, about me. And then also the other thing is. Even though, you know, all these challenges and all these uh, 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 issues that we are facing or, you know, issue, everyday issues of life, but the, 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 the desire of trying to improve as a person, as an individual, academically, spiritually, you know, trying to know more, trying to further my study, trying to research more, you know, trying to bring also an input in, in, in the, the, the world of academia. You know, mm-hmm. it's also something that I'm still trying to, to pursue. And, and then that is really my, my heart or my desire to go on with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you said a lot in your learning. I heard your challenge with... Uh, 
learning English, which I don't think I heard. I know I haven't heard that story before, um, but you didn't let it stop you. And it seems like everything that you needed to move forward. Uh, I remember, uh, I'm going to go back a little bit. When I was there and I listened to your sermon, um, Take It By Force. Mm. That take it by four sermon, especially after hearing this story. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to take it by force. I'm going to show up. I'm going to give it what I have. And I believe that everything that I need will come to me. And that's very mm-hmm. similar. Yeah, that's very similar to how I approached Power Org Math. Like, listen, mm. I know people need to know what I know. I know that if people could love math or embrace math differently, they will come to love um, the importance of math, understand it, and just live out their life's purpose or purposes because we have different purposes and different seasons. I also, yeah, I also appreciate how the students um at the university gravitated towards your will to just keep moving forward and they became even more determined to move forward with what they had but to continue seeking knowledge just just keep going after it you don't need to know how it's done um, you don't even need to know how you're going to do it. Just move forward. Just try to do it and surround yourself with good people, which that's the message that we want to share in our work, in our passion, in our commitment. And even with this 100 Stories Project, you don't need to know mm. how. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just move forward. And when you get to the other side of that challenging aspect of life, whether it's just daily living, pursuing Mm. an education, starting a business, Mm. uh, advancing in your career, uh, expanding your intimacy with Christ, whatever that thing is that you had a challenge with, acknowledge, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. Just believe it. Yeah, Tony, you know what you are saying? It's, It's quite important. You know, what I've noticed in life it's the attitude that you approach something, you know, mm-hmm. to determine the outcome of that 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 thing that you're doing. It may be education, career, business, marriages, you know, you know, anything that you do. The attitude that you approach it, you know, it's 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 going to determine the outcome. You know, when I register for for uh, to, to study, I was just being positive, and I remember my brother told me, say, you know with these challenges of languages, don't you think that you can take, you know, your course piece by piece? I say, no, I'm taking it all and then I'm going to finish it on time. But as a human being myself, I was battling because I couldn't, I I was not sure that today I could speak English the way I'm speaking. I was not sure that today I could write article, research article could be, part of research, you know, community and all that. And sometimes also reading other people's papers where they quote my name, you know, I, you know, it's, then I couldn't see myself there, but I knew that 
I'm going to finish everything that I'm starting now. You know, I think that is the attitude. And that attitude also builds up or creates a positive energy inside of you. Even mm-hmm. though when you see a challenge, you just look at it, you say, I'm going to go through this. I don't know how, but what I know, I'm going to be on the other side. You know, I think that's that that's the attitude that I had and I still have now. <laughs> yeah, and even you mentioned your research, your research uh being quoted in research. And oh my goodness, I think we touched base maybe three years ago and Mm. we were just reflecting on the number of talks uh presentations that you had given at these major conferences we're not even talking about going into schools and speaking locally but Mm. at these uh at, at all of the institutions and the professional conferences that you had spoke at and submitting your paper you're always like tony let's submit a paper for this i'm like (laughs) we should submit a paper for this tony i mean that take it by force attitude yeah i think that's that that's the attitude you know when you're saying about when you're just talking about this I, i i i'm just laughing because some of these things we were just talking about it you know as you say without even counting of this uh, outreach that we, we, we have been going to schools, churches, and all that, just looking at all, you know, only those things that is out there. We, we, we I, I really attended a lot of conferences, presented a lot of, you know, papers. I was invited, you know, and all mm-hmm. that, as you know. And, and then I also wrote some research articles, you know, mm-hmm. that are quoted, cited by other researchers and all that. And, and, and then uh, that's not the end. We're still going because we still have the energy. We still have, we're still seeking the knowledge. And, and as you say, it's just taking it by force. You know, if you look at my background, you could not, you know, you won't believe. Sometimes I talk to my students, those who do not know me, when I tell them that I come from this background, I was this and that and that. Look at me today. Some of them, they get shocked. They say, say, you are lying. I said, no, this is my life. This is where I came from. And mm-hmm. I know that you can do better than me. You know, it's possible. Well, it's possible. The okay situation now, it's it's good. Let it be okay now. You know, let it be okay. You, you are not going away. You are not losing hope. You are not, you know, it's a situation that is now. It's okay. But there is the greater things that is coming ahead, you know, if you can be okay with what you have now, tomorrow what you have now can make an impact. You know, Tony, that, that's the story of my life and my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make an impact today, you know. And I like the fact that I remember when you were just reaching out, submitting your papers and or attending conferences. And as you mentioned again, Hey, now they are seeking you. They are seeking you. And and even your encouragement right in your own household. You know, Maggie is um, pursuing her PhD as well. And she is uh, being a voice, a leader, a presence, uh, both in the ministry, but in your own community and in higher ed um, for women who 
didn't have opportunities and don't have that support from either a mate or um, their own family. Like, you're not supposed to do this. I can't, I can't wait to talk to Maggie here too and share her story. But yeah, it's just, wow. And, and I also appreciate the fact that we make assumptions about what's happening from state to state, from country to country. Um, our coming together with our project was to show that, hey, we have different cultural backgrounds and ways of being, but we have very similar challenges. And if we realize how similar we are as opposed to our differences, we can work together to make an even bigger impact um, in our own households, communities, and throughout the world. Yes, yes, that's powerful, Tony. I, I think if you remember when we were doing our outreach with all those students, you know, the culture may be different, the challenges may be different, but, but, but if you look at a student in South Africa, you know, some of the challenges are similar with the student in the U.S., the student mm -hmm. in France, in the student in Asia, you know, when people are running away from mates in Africa because it's challenging. In the US also, we have some students who are having this, you know, similar challenges. In Asia, in Europe, you know, all, as you say, some of those uh, challenges are similar, even though the experience may be different. But if we come together, you know, as we came, me and you, we decided, we say, no, let's come together, make an impact. Let's come together, touch life, show them, you know, it, it can be possible. We can have a good world. We can have good people. We can have, you know, uh, we can touch lives, whatever place we are, as long as we come together. I think mm -hmm. that's more important. It is. And again, this, this project, uh, this 100 episode uh, story episode project is about coming together and hoping hopefully you all will listen to each other's uh, stories and reach out to each other and um, just help in the way that you and I have helped um, make the world better make our, our immediate environments better and grow from each other I, I've often mentioned the previous episodes, I mentioned how important each person that is featured are to me. Now, I do have a few guests coming up that some of my friends and colleagues have referred, but I trust them. So I know their stories are going to be powerful, but my network, whether I speak to you all often or every few months, um, it's just amazing. And I just want the world to know and to grow uh, in, in a similar fashion as I have with you all. Um, I have a question for you. So you have spoken outside of uh, Africa, outside of, oh, you've spoken in Michigan, not in Michigan, but the U.S. Whatever country have you presented in and what was uh, most what was most uh, exciting or inspiring for you during that experience? Uh, you know, uh, I've been in Hong Kong also. I've presented. Mm -hmm. right? I've been in Japan also, and then I also have been. Uh, 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 I, I've been in different states in the U.S. also, and nationally also. I've been presenting also in some, you know 
conferences, different institutions, and I was also called in some uh, uh, newsletters for some institution also, and some online uh, what, uh, uh, news, uh, uh, what, uh, uh, letters for higher education. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then uh, 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 I've been also, uh, uh, you know, talking, you know, uh, 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 what do you call this, in, uh, in, in some schools, Mm-hmm. And in uh, some uh, uh, conferences or workshop and so on, you know, national and international, you know, this, 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 these are some of the, the, the things that I, I may share. But besides the, 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 the other places that I went, uh, 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 the only one thing that is really, really touched, you know, or gave an impact on, on, on what I, 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 I I, I, I did. It was my experience with 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 introduction of what of, of the use of technology in, at, at the investor vendor. And that first presentation, I think it was in Florida. I think the one that we were together. Mm-hmm. It was the one that we. I, I, I think it was. Uh, uh, the, the, I think it was in Florida because me and you we presented in the, in Utah. I think. Right. Right. But we met yes. in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that one it was in Florida because that 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 was the 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 the, the first presentation that I was sharing, you know, my experience with, with with all these things that was happening, how students were disadvantaged in terms of the use of technologies, the challenges and all that. And the reception of that presentation, I think it was the one that even opened more doors to me meeting you, meeting some other people, and then allowing him also, you know, to open up, you know, to, to, to start also going some uh, places and all those things. I think that was one of the key presentation mm-hmm. that just opened up, you know, all these all this, uh, uh, doors for me, even also meeting you and also, you know, being invited in some of the, the newspapers or magazine, you know, to talk about, using technology in teaching and learning. I think that's mm-hmm. that's one of the key. Mm-hmm. That, I, I, re, I remember your, your presentation and um, being in awe at how, how much ahead, now that I think about it during this pandemic, how forward thinking the institutions and the opportunities um, by um, faculty members like you were uh, during that time because now we need it. I remember one of the presentations where I think it was an attorney saying that she taught law to 500 students Mm. virtually Mm. and how a lot of um, teaching in institutions were done remotely or virtually i just Mm. couldn't even imagine it i mean there's some pretty large lecture halls here i've never um, had to sit in a a huge lecture hall for a class where i receive credit you know maybe some seminars or something like that but to think about those experiences and look at where we are in the world now and we have africans who lean toward the u.s and other countries to become mm. better educated, whereas you all were leading the way uh, on so many levels. 
and even down to you um, helping students to uh, in rural areas primarily to re-engineer um, computers and build their own computers with that mm. that uh, cardboard box. I'm like, what is this? Um, and using platforms like the WhatsApp. I mean, your WhatsApp. Um, after my time, physical time there in South Africa, and then continuing to communicate and make sure that the students at the University of Vinda were uh, implementing the program um, as you and I had intended, um, just their communications and showing me different ways of using WhatsApp. Um, I, st- I think mm. I stayed on Facebook a little bit longer only because I was able to communicate with them. I've since mm. just, you know, <laughs> been like, yeah. you know, I have to cut down mm. some of this technology for me so that I can do some other work because once I'm on a certain platform, I want to learn how to maximize it. So mm. that's just mm. the way I, you know, I dig deep <laughs> and I was mm. digging deep in too many places. And I was like, let me focus on this. But I learned so much from that interaction. And now um, I'm hearing how our U.S. counterparts, you know, people within their same age range are pushing forward. Some of them were in the, you know, they were in the lead, you know, what what they call initial adopters, but not many. And there's so many more now um, here in the U.S. And it's just beautiful to see and to have had that up close and personal engagement. So let's go to your family. Mm. (laughs) Yes. Um, Your children, you are modeling, you and Maggie are modeling for them what's possible. What have you seen them take on and you look like look at them like wow I didn't realize they were paying attention (laughs) what do you notice that your children are picking up from you and Maggie that may have been like mm, an unintentional consequence or benefit or um, let's see unintentional gift or exchange that you didn't realize they picked up but they are just like carrying it forward Mm. yeah that's a very interesting question (laughs) you 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 know you you should have an experience in this you know these kids you may you you find out that they are different from each other Mm -hmm. but sometimes you will see similarities you you know you see that yeah this one is picking this this one is taking this and all that these beautiful kids here, is, you know, as you know, uh, 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 they love sport all the time. Mm-hmm. They love sport, and and uh, what 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 I've noticed, they were they were they were they always strive, you know, for, for the best. They always strive for the best. We 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 came to to understand that, uh, 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 especially the first one, uh, Pretty, she's a book type of a girl. Mm-hmm. She loves reading, and then she does not even get tired of that. Mm-hmm. She reads and all that. And then while doing that, she loves sports as the other two. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then this other, this other day, uh, uh, you know, 
as you know that I was getting some uh, excellent awards for teaching and learning and research at the institution. They always give us, you know, all these uh, the trophies and the, the certificates. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then, you know, all, all of them, when they go for something, they always aim for, for the best. And then, mm -hmm. you know, when they bring the, their things and then they'll be saying, yeah, you know, this one will say, yeah, I also have this, like Papa got this. Mm -hmm. You know, those are those are some of the things that you may you may not you may not notice that, but but they are, they are they are trying to strive for 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 excellence as we are also trying to do. You know, this this uh, uh, one thing I always tell them. I say, uh, uh, there's one thing that I want to share with you. You know, Grady the boy, he, he used to run. And mm -hmm. every time he was running, he would come number two. He would come number two. And then this other day, he was introducing me to one of his friends. He said, Papa, this is my friend. He always come number one, and I'm always come number two after him. I say, I say, oh, nice meeting you. And then when we came home, I said, Grady, in sport, there is no friend. You shouldn't <laughs> say, you are not supposed to be telling me that boy is always number one, and you are always number two, you know? <laughs> And then, and, then I, and then I told him he was having a challenge of me not being there, us not being there when he's doing the sport. One day I made him sit down. I said, Granny, you're not doing this for Papa and Mama. You're doing this for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then when you are doing it, when you go out, you should make sure that you do it for yourself to be proud. Me, I'm here to support you. Mama is here to support you. There are many children who are here. Some of them, they don't even have their parents here. It's mm -hmm. a bonus you seeing us in this ground, you know. Mm -hmm. You guys, it's a bonus. But what you have to do, even if we are not there, even if we are there, you have to do You know, the following day he was supposed to run, and then I had some meeting at work. I was not supposed to be there. And then I told him, I said, I'm not going to be there for your competition tomorrow. Guys, you guys go and then do your best. And then as I was going out, he came to the to the room. He told me, Papa, today I'm going to be number one. Mm. And if I come out number one today, I will stay number one and nobody is going to pass me. Do you know that until he left that school in Venda, that mm -hmm. from that day, he has been taking all the award of number one in running for all those years. A new school, there was another boy who was here, number one. When he came, he took over the title until today. <laughs> you know, I, you all showed me, uh, you sent me some videos, but I didn't know that story yes. about, you know, his, his buddy and he's number one and I'm number two. Yeah. And he was just, mm. he was fine at that point until you say, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yes, he was fine too. until I told him, I said, hey, this is not a way to go. This is sports. <laughs> <laughs> And in and, and, and anything, you know, like seeing yourself as number one. And it sounds like he was satisfied being number two. Because my number brother two. and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he, yeah, you know yeah. he has always been a speed racer. You know, my time there when I would take them on walks, <laughs> he, yes, he wanted to yes. run. And Freddie and I had to. Uh, try to catch up with him. I had to, Auntie Tony had to hold his hand. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I still remember Auntie Tony. <laughs> yes, yes. And then 
uh, Preddy with her books and just reading. Just <laughs> that was that was my look. We had to get two stories in. One in the car. She was traveling with us. You know, a few of our outings, but always just came into her room that she let Auntie Tony stay in while she was there and read. And I <laughs> really enjoyed it. And I can see her. Um, creating her own books in the near future so yes yeah you know they, they love reading and then let me tell you some of the games that you came you gave them we just opened some of them uh, last year during lockdown mm. because they were still small to use to play those monopoly and some of those things we started using those last year they had <laughs> all of these games in the i kept them in the suitcase i say I couldn't give them when they were still young. I said, this one they're going to destroy. But last year when we had uh, this lockdown, mm -hmm. we started using all those games, all of us together. And then that was the culture and it's still the culture, you mm -hmm. know, working together, studying together, you know, some of those things you, you don't really know how they pick it up, but it's, it's, it's natural. I don't know if I may say that, but they're just that. <laughs> Well, you know what? I, I believe that it's because they see it and you've made it a norm. Just like with math, we talk about math and what we see um, all the time in our challenges, the beauty of it. We talk about using technology or looking at how the technology actually works through computer science. It mm. becomes a normal way of being for them. You know, if you, you introduce spinach Early on, um, and avocados, which I still, I can't, I hope we can grow some avocados here. <laughs> we have a family <laughs> farm now. But, you know, going out to your backyard and, and picking an avocado and eating an avocado, that's, that's a part of who they are. It's just who they are that you didn't have to force feed them any of that. You didn't have to force it on them. This is what our family does. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And you also give them a voice, you know, you ask their opinion and you, you and Maggie uh, redirect as necessary, but um, it's just, it's, it's not natural. It's just their way of being. Uh, That's true. You, you, you're saying, you know, yeah. and it was very intentional. You all were very intentional. This is good. These are the good things. They're, it's good for you. Um, and this is why it's good for you. And this is what we do. And so they'll be able to pass on those things that they enjoy. And fortunately, they have come to enjoy it. You know, like it's not a chore. <laughs> Playing games yeah, and painting yeah. and family mm -hmm. time. You all, that's, they miss it if you don't. Like Papa's working late. Well, what are we going to do? <laughs> I remember you being at a, a few meetings with um, your supervisors. I forgot the name of the professor that lived in uh, in your community as well. But, you know, they know that that's a way to be when they see Uncle Professor. Uh oh, uh, unless he if he comes in, um, there may be a meeting and we're going to have to do something else. But they understand that. Because, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know uh, there was a time I was telling Preddy, I said, I'm going to Congo. And then I said, I was just joking with them. I said, I'm going to Congo. I'm not going to come back. And then he said, oh, Papa, but 
are you going to stop being a professor or you don't want to finish your phd to become a professor i said wow i said no man i'm not going i have to get this phd and become <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know they, they know things there as you say you know they they, they see you know they, they're just seeing what is happening in our lives and then they really know where to to stand and where to what to do and what not to do you know they, they really understand that which is a blessing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you you've mentioned a lot during this conversation um, I am 53. A lot of people didn't know that until I started mentioning how old my children are. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, <laughs> I didn't realize that. I was like, I could have had them at 14, 15, 16, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> my first son was born three months before I turned 21. Mm. Um, but how old are you now, Moni? I'm turning 43. And mm. you've accomplished so much and I, I only wanted to mention that because mm. um you know you have maximized your time but I don't want people to think that uh, my circle includes people right in my generation or within mm. five years of my age. You're you're 10 years my junior and yeah you know exactly 10 years yeah yeah we're 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 learning and growing together you know and oftentimes people hear that um you know we're we should respect our elders and and take what we can from them but the elders should also be open enough to listen listen and learn um from those who are younger than us from those who are less experienced than us from those who are younger and more experienced or younger and have different experiences from us. So I thought it was important to, to mention that. And especially as a male, like, okay, men that are listening or moms (laughs) or aunties or grandmas who will be listening to this episode, uh, you know, fast forward, do what you need to do, but take these nuggets from a male, uh, an African male, <laughs> he's mm-hmm. full-fledged African. African male. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, who is leading the way to a certain degree, but also leaning on his wife to carry a portion of that load um, to build their family up. Um, in a nurturing way, in a spiritual way, um, academically, you know, you have a very strong partnership. Um, mm. And from someone who said, hey, I'm going to learn this language. I'm not going to allow this language to be a barrier for me. I am going to show up in my best light. I am going to show people that I want to learn. In fact, I'm going to give my time to show them what I have to help them grow and to learn alongside them. And then you had those blessings of the assistants, student assistants sitting near you, student assistants um, traveling with you and um, your, your groups, yourselves, um, and we're able to build a church community to plant a church with exactly what you needed, you know, 
So you mm. brought what you had and you allowed everybody else to shine. And I hope that listeners glean that from this episode that, you know what? If I just show up and give my very best, I am going to attract what I need. I am going to attract what I need. But it also takes a a lot of self-confidence, self-awareness, self-esteem, mm. belief in yourself. And mm. um, as you also mentioned, you know, doing something that you would do no matter where the money is at. You know, like it mm. wasn't about the money for you. You wanted to do this thing to help someone else along the way. Mm. That's true. So <laughs> I all I always ask my guests to share a phrase, a poem, or something that they're using to help them live better something that inspires them or something that may be encouraging for the listeners you know I always uh, tell people uh, uh, something uh, uh, that's that's really kept me going you know uh, you know when I was leaving uh, Congo my father told me something he said you leaving my house you're going to stay in, with your brother. You should understand that that will never be my house where you're going. Now, as long as they give you a place to sleep, to stay, their rest does not matter. You do what you have to do. If you go to school, study, make sure you pass until you become somebody. And that was my attitude, you know. And then I try all these years to be myself, you know, to be myself, not to copy anybody, not just to try to do what I love, you know, being myself, not being a fake of me or trying to copy somebody, just be myself, making sure that, you know, whatever things that I do, I do it with love. You know, and that that's one thing that is is it's really kept me going. And as you say, if there's something that I, I, I love saying or I love, you know, to tell to myself, you know, I always say Jesus for life, and I'll keep myself to be myself. That's 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 what I do tell to myself every day. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus for life. And I'll be myself. That's all. <laughs> and I'll tell somebody there, just trust in God, keep on doing what you are doing, and be yourself. Because by being yourself, it's how you are going to touch or impact the world outside there. And people are going to learn from you. You know, sometimes we 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 we, we are afraid of you know people knowing how we are. There's nobody who's perfect there. Let people know you how you are and let them learn from you the way you are. That's something that I can share. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Moni. I enjoyed this time together. I look forward to 
growing in our next project um, to support others in their growth. And um, I'm just glad that God brought us together. Amen, Tony. That was in God's plan. In God's plan. And we, we're really looking forward to to see you in our next project or you also coming down here, you know, in this new place that we are, which still have the same challenges or the worst challenges also. But, you know, we're trying to do what we can and looking forward to see you also touching the ground also of South Africa for your next trip and your next project. Be well, hug the babies, Maggie, and I will speak with you all soon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. <laughs>